Hello, little inseminators. Jesus Christ. We're We're back with another episode of Bourbon and Blood. My name's Anne. I'm Danny. And this episode, we watched the new movie, False Positive. Oh, shit. Cue the baby cries. Let's talk about this movie. Yeah, so it's a new movie that just came out. It's on Hulu. Um, it stars Alana Gla- Glazer from Broad City, who I fucking love. Justin Thoreau as her hot husband, and Pierce Brosnan as crazy doctor. <laughs> it's funny because Bridget and I on our podcast that we do about Lifetime movies, we just did one about a crazy. OBGYN lady. <laughs> so I feel like I've had a lot of nutter doctors in my life recently. I mean, the first five seconds, you get Lana walking down the street covered in blood. Her and, name's Lucy in this. Yeah. I know I need to be better because a lot of my notes say a lot. <laughs> but like, I, my first note was it is weird seeing her in a very serious role like this. I think she did a great job. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. a really good actress. Aside from being fucking hilarious on Broad City, she's actually a very good dramatic actress. I really liked seeing her in this. This movie, it's kind of frustrating because it's a, a modern day Rosemary's Baby, basically. Without the demonic. But it's like, just say that it's like, I don't know. It just. Well, it didn't have the Satan stuff. Okay. It was... You were right. It's evil. It's it's very along the same lines. It's so much the same lines. It's like... It's just what Rosemary's Baby would be in 2021. You know what I mean? Um, So we start with her walking down the street, bloodied, like, crazed, pissed off. We don't know what the fuck is going on. And then we cut to her at her beautiful home with Justin Thoreau. She gets up in the middle of the night, has a little midnight pee, takes a uh, pisses on a pregnancy test. It's negative, and she's just like, "Damn again." So we've got some fertility issues going on here. Not able to get pregnant. Um, they do this really cool conversation with each other in the bathroom mirror. It happens a few times. It happens a few times. And I think it's really cool. I really (laughs) like the way that was filmed. It was very like Kubrick E, but also, I don't know. It was just really spooky and I liked it. I liked it a lot. So they go see the doctor friends. So this doctor is already friends with her husband. Yeah. Dr. John Hindle. And they have, she goes in and like, my f- next note was like, I wish they would do all my procedures at once because she's sitting on the table and they're like checking the temp and doing all the stuff to her ears like all at once. It's like, like when in Wizard of Oz when they yeah. go to the city and they're all getting pampered by like eight different people at once. It's <laughs> yeah. just like that. Um, so they go and they're going to him because like you said, he's an old friend of Adrian's, her husband. He, Adrian is like some kind of surgeon or something. And so Dr. Hindle taught him like when he was in school. So they're old colleagues, old friends. And he is also like one of the top five fertility specialists in the area. Like he's amazing. He's, you know, really well known. 
Um, there's a huge long waiting list to get into him, but because Adrian is his buddy, like she's got an instant in to get in there. Also, all the nurses in here with their like not candy striper, but their outfits yeah. look very like culty. Yeah, it was. It like, was. They were pink and buttoned weird, but like very formal. Very Stepford wives yes. of nursing. So they go to the office and he's like, do you want an espresso or something? Because they have this really fancy, you know, like refreshment station. And she's like, yeah, I'd love an espresso. But then, and it's a little throwback to Rosemary's baby. He comes back and he was like, oh, the nurse Dawn said that you should have this. And it's not an espresso. It's like some concoction that she oh, I didn't just, even notice yeah, that. Yeah, but that's... That's Rosemary's baby because remember the neighbor always kept coming over and bringing her like the shakes and smoothies that she made. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was love like, Rosemary's oh, baby. Little... Me too. Such a good movie. So fucking good. I thought right off the bat, you could tell from the husband and the way the doctor was talking that this is going to be a the men in this movie are monsters. Yes, but it's not just the men. But you definitely get that vibe off the bat, like. Oh, I don't trust that husband at all. Well, I mean, aren't men always the monsters? Always. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I think they are. (laughs) Um, So we find out that Dr. Hindle, Dr. Bond, (laughs) Dr. Pierce (laughs) Brosnan, he has come up with this special combination of IUI and IVF. Right, so he's. Kind I don't know what of, any of those words are. <laughs> there are ways to get pregnant. Like okay. IUI is when um, the baby is created, like in a test tube. Yeah. And then IVF is when it's just inseminated in you. Well, they need to get Adrian's semen, and then we find out, even though it's not important, that Adrian's in some real dark, weird yeah, shit. Yeah, and I kind of, wa- I thought that would like come back a little bit, but no, but yeah, the, so yeah, the porn he was watching when he was depositing, it was like a woman getting slapped and like choked and... Real fucked up. Pretty violent. Yeah. Pretty violent stuff. And he does get kind of, I wouldn't say violent with her later on, but there is like a bit of a sex scene later on where he gets a little bit like sexually aggressive with her now i have never been with a pregnant woman but i feel like i would want to be more gentle than what was happening there right right (laughs) yep um so she's getting inseminated by the doctor with the semen syringe and boy oh boy does pierce brosnan get a little too into like inseminating yeah (laughs) that's so weird he was like lightly moaning a little bit and kind of like giving her the eyes, giving her husband the eyes. Which makes sense (laughs) when we find out the big reveal at the end. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So she's pregnant. Everything's great. She's super excited. Things are going well in her job. Well, yeah. She she works at like an ad agency or marketing. Which that's like my dream job. What she was doing. I would love to do that. Sit in a room with a few people, yeah. get hired with a team, and work on a marketing strategy. Yeah. Like, so if anyone's hiring, <laughs> ask Danny for I his do marketing. resume. He'll send you a CV. Um, so she tells her boss that she's pregnant. And then like her other two male co-workers, she's like the only female who works here, apparently. Yeah. And her other two male co-workers just kind of like bust in the door. And he's like, tell them, tell them. And it's just like, motherfucker. You don't tell don't tell a pregnant woman woman to tell other people she's pregnant. She'll tell them when she fucking wants to. She told you cuz you're the boss and 
Like, you have to know. It's not your business to be sharing that news. Now, I'm a male, so I wouldn't know. But I feel like it'd be annoying to have a bunch of males telling you you're, you're glowing. Glo- I glo- so, yeah, they told her she's glowing. You're glowing. You're glowing. That's what I said. You're glowing. Ugh. Get fucked. <laughs> Get, if a man ever tells me I'm glowing, I'm going to stab him in the face. Well, that's forewarning, people. <laughs> she finds out she's going to have not one, not two, oh, but three babies. Tres bebés. Tres bebés. Two boys who are twins and then a singlet girl. Yeah. The doctor is like, well, that's a lot. And because, I don't know, your history, even though what history? She hasn't had any history of being pregnant or miscarrying or anything. Like, But he's like, we need to do some selective reduction, which means you basically terminate one of the babies, one or more of the babies. She wants to keep the girl. She has like this whole... Her mom has died. Yeah. It's like a history behind the name. She wants to name her daughter Wendy and like, you know, they love Peter Pan. It's this whole fantasy she has about having a daughter. The doctor recommends keeping the boys... But she's like, no, I want to keep the girl. I want to keep the girl. Later that night, Adrian gets up and he's doing like this suspicious late night typing. and Which was cool cinematography because it was him in the dark and then like zoomed out a lot. And he was still just sitting in a dark room. Pitch black dark. A lot of the cinematography, like you said, Kubrick. Like very. But we don't know what he was doing on that. No. We don't know what he was searching or looking up. But in the morning... He tells her he's down to have the girl. He at first wanted to have the boys because that's what the doctor recommended. Maybe he was emailing the doctor and be like, how do we deal with this? We want to keep the boys. Because we don't know if he was searching anything. He was just on his computer late at night. You're right. So at her husband Adrian's insistence, suggestion, I guess, she joins like a mommy group. Right, yeah. pregnant women who are about to have their babies all at the same time, and she kind of wows them all with the fact that she got into Doctor Hindle. Yep. Right, like they're all like, "I've been on his waiting list for two years. How did you get in?" Oh well, my husband's like an old buddy of his. Da 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 da. I don't get so we compare this to Rosemary's Babies a lot. Babies, baby, <laughs> baby, bebe, but. I thought all these women were involved and because the way they were acting and stuff. But looking at the long run, the end game of this, like, I don't feel like everyone would be involved because this no, is. No, but Sophia Bush was. The, yes. She's like the main mommy friend that she has. Who but, I just, her voice, I love her voice. It is like good. so, like, I don't know what you call it, raspy, like husky kind of. She just has such a. Awesome voice. I love it. <laughs> so she kind of wows all these moms that she's able to get in. And, uh, yeah, that's going on with that. They go to have her procedure to eliminate the boys. Yes. And then it's like this crazy, like, bloody hallucination that she has. I was thinking, like, this movie seems pretty pro-choice. However, that scene, I feel like, would scare someone at a younger age who's considering it. I don't know. But See, you talk about this didn't have devil stuff in it. I thought this, this part was. did. Like, I thought maybe he was the devil. I mean, this part definitely made us think that for sure. Because he, like, the way 
it looked like there were horns coming out of his head yeah. and like she can overhear her husband and the doctor talking and he's like um what does he say oh adrian's asking if he thinks uh, that she can hear them talking, and he's like, I've perfected the technique. Nothing will happen. <laughs> and then after her procedure, the nurse is like, you might not want to tell anybody about this because, you know, people are really, like, judgmental about abortions and eliminating pregnancies when they've had fertility issues. They're like, get fucked, bitch. I'll tell whoever I want to about this. <laughs> so she asks about what is going to happen to the twin boys that were removed. And Dr. Hindle is like, don't worry about it. It's all fine. Give us a big hug. Like, and he gives He says they'll be attached to the placenta when it's... When she delivers. Yeah, when she delivers, which comes in important later. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then he's like, give me a hug. No, thank you. Like, <laughs> no. She goes back to the doctor because she's bleeding. Now, this is my question here, too. Did you notice the blood? What? It was a fetus shape. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Ooh. Like, she she was standing there in her bedroom and looking down. Oh, I didn't. And, like, the blood, it started just as a blood spot, but then it, like, turned into, like, a fetus shape. Ooh. Spooky. (laughs) Now, what I don't understand, I guess in this early part of the pregnancy, I get why she's still going to the fertility doctor. But to me, it's like once you're pregnant and it's taken, why are you still going to the fertility doctor? Why aren't you going to an OBGYN? But like a fertility specialist is not an an obstetrician. Do you know what I mean? Like it's different stuff. You would have a fertility doctor and an obstetrician. Like... So I don't understand why she doesn't realize that she just, she doesn't need to keep going to the fertility doctor. <laughs> I have a question for you at this point. What do you think of the name Ra- Rafe? Rafe? I mean, it's fine. It seemed weird. I mean, I get it. Like, it's European. Yeah. You know. It's, <laughs> it's Europe. That's what her mom friend is going to name her baby. Yeah. Um, and also, just a quick point here. I realized this very early on, but her husband's name is Adrian in this movie, and that's the name of the baby from Rosemary's Baby. It would have been a really cool tie-in completely. I think to you're have right. him be Adrian yeah. from Rosemary's Baby? Like, if he would have said something like, my mom went through some very hard stuff after I was born. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like- we had some really invasive people in our lives. <laughs> Yeah. Question, because you are a mother, what is mommy brain, and is it as important as they keep they bringing bring up? They bring up mommy brain 8,000 times. It is a real thing. Okay. But it's usually like after you have the baby, but I guess it can be when you're pregnant, where your brain just farts out all the time. Like, it, it's a real thing. It is a real thing, but it's not what's happening in this movie. <laughs> it's like... Is it just, you know, you're overworked and stressed because you have a child and you're just forgetting things? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So they call it mommy brain? Yep, it's just called mommy brain. Mom brain. That seems kind of insulting or something. Well, I mean, it's just because we have so much on our plates as women and mothers. Um, So she's going back to the doctor because she was bleeding. Yeah. And she finds this magazine that... Dr. Hindle is on the cover of in the waiting room. It's like fertility magazine. But then in the corner of the cover, there's this like article or a, 
you know, a picture about an article about written midwife. about this midwife who's like very like, you know, Miss Cleo. She's like Miss Cleo as a midwife, basically, like dressed in all of like the African garb and very like, like nature centered and like power of women and like. Do you think that was planted knowing the end when the doctor's like, this is how I've always yeah, looked. Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe. you think that's part of his plan? Yeah, but plan? then why would... But why even? I guess I don't understand even why... Maybe it's... So he... So sp- they can say she was, like, I don't know. Or when f- you're starting to feel freaked out or weird things, like, you start suspecting anything, you have an option, but the option is still working for... Yeah, that is true. That is true. Putting it all together. But she she doesn't meet her yet, there's a few scenes where she just gets a lot of comfort looking at this photograph of yeah. this woman. And she's like, that, that's what I want. I can tell that that lady is into, into the natural process. And like, she just, just gets very calmed. Like she'll just stare at this picture of this midwife, Lucy. So there's this big account at her job. Uh, um, and she gives the presentation on it and like totally slams it. Does Nailed a it. killer job. And she's gonna basically be in charge of the account. Yeah. Then she has lunch with her mom friend, her pregnant mom friend, and her mom friend is like, Oh, something's wrong with my umbilical cord. I have to be on bed rest for the next five months. So I'm just gonna quit my job. Like, I just don't wanna work anymore and I was like this movie is about keeping women at home <laughs> like <laughs> they don't want women to have jobs that's why I skipped that part the only thing I wrote from that part is I hate the name Raph or Rafe yeah <laughs> but. oh and that so they're getting ready for this fancy dinner for the doctor <gasps> that her husband has been asked to give like a speech at and she wrote it and she, she, she wrote it and she wrote it but they're getting ready for the dinner and she hears like this noise she they hear this thumping kind of he goes to look for it without turning on any fucking lights none it's pitch black comes back he's like no it's fine well why he was gone you hear like beeping yeah which later you find out there's a safe but why was he getting into his safe when he heard that noise it's so confusing like what was the noise yeah then? it is and why did they hear the noise again like she heard- maybe cuz he kept getting updates you know like that sheet kept giving him like she went to this like that. Oh, Maybe man. someone. Oh, I'm putting it together. Someone was dropping off updates for oh. him. Oh, yeah. Look at that, Nancy Drew. That Nailed makes it. sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, they're at this dinner. Um, he's giving this very nice speech that she wrote. Her demeanor really changes. Throughout this dinner. Like, you know why? No. I couldn't figure it out. A lot of the stuff he was saying, like the doctor during his speech, was what she was hearing when she was seeing the satanic abortion part. Like, he was saying terms and stuff like, God, what were some of the things he was saying? Something about, like, uh, she's going to have, or he was talking about another woman, but he was like, she's going to have that perfect, like, yeah. storybook ending. And that's exactly what she heard when she was going through that. Yeah. And also that room made me really think this was like, oh, this is a cult. It's a cult. Because like the decorations, the people in the room. He had been honored five times. This was his fifth time being honored for whatever this is. (laughs) 
Um, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, so a lot of the stuff he was saying up in his speech was what she was hearing. Okay, <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. We also, so later on, Adrian is in his office getting something out of his safe. There, Which makes sense now because it was what they dropped There is off. this creepy medical painting above his desk. <laughs> it's horrifying, and I I would like to try and find it. And I was about to it. say, I think we should have more creepy medical paintings in our house. I would be down with it. I love creepy old medical paintings. They can go right next to our scary children's choir photo. Listeners, if you find any fun creepy medical paintings, post them on our page. Yeah, Let us know. Do. So he gets something out of his safe. It is a bracelet that he presents to Lucy that has to be screwed on. That's never mentioned again. What the fuck yeah, is that? what was that? That's not a new trend, is it? Better fucking not be. Like, you have what to was that attach. About? I thought it was like a tracking device or something. Oh. But it never came up. So if it was, they didn't explain it. How weird. Yeah. Yeah, this is actually, you know what? Now that we're doing this podcast, I feel like I'm getting, <laughs> I'm having a lot more questions. Yeah, maybe this was supposed to be like a two hour movie and they cut some scenes or yeah, something. Yeah, because that's, because it's made never no brought sense. up and again. Like, they like highlighted it being screwed yeah. on her arm. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. That is weird. That is really, really weird. Um, She hears more, oh, this is when he also is like getting real sexually aggressive with her. Puts the yeah. bracelet on and he like gets down like hardcore, grabbing her boobs. Like, get, don't grab a pregnant lady's boobs. They're tender. They've got lightning boobs. Like, Jesus, <laughs> leave the titties alone. He's also like drilling her like it's his job. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care about her feelings. He's no. just doing his job. Yep. So she, in the night, hears more thuds and then goes and Finds his safe, which it seems like she didn't realize he had that safe. I think it's new because of the pregnancy. Yeah. So she's kind of looking at it all weirdly and being suspicious. And then he obviously like walks in on her. By all means, if you find a weird safe that you've never seen before, you can ask me about it. I shouldn't have one, but. Yeah, I know. Like, like that seems like something you would ask. Like, hey, we've been together. We're having a child. What is this safe? And I mean, also, one, we're having a kid. If that's a gun in there, which... It's also like, you have a really nice office, bro. Why wouldn't you keep it at your office where you know your wife's not going to be able to find it? Yeah. Weirdo. Plus, people wouldn't have to break into your house yeah. to give you updates. Right. Um, so she has another lunch meeting with her mom friend. She tells her that she thinks something's wrong with the baby. Before that, though, it's just a very small part that annoyed me. It shows her at work, and she's still getting lunch orders oh, for the whole God. team. Even though she's in charge of this program, she's super pregnant. And I'm like, okay, are these she's, guys in on this then? Like, she's still the lunch bitch. Yeah, that's fucked up. I think that's just sexism. That's just plain old sexism, well, so, baby. Oh, also, her boss member at the beginning was like, oh, I, I give out that feminine vibe too. Yeah. I mean, I, I have those ideas. Yeah. I mean, Bullshit. is that it was he's like gay? Is that why he was like I, I have know. the feminine Or if he touch. was just saying like I know how to do exactly oh, what you fuck do. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. So she has her meeting with her mom friend. She says that I think something's wrong with the baby. I think Doctor Hindle did something to the baby, and I think Adrian is in on it. And I'm considering changing to this midwife. Um, and her friend is like, oh. 
absolutely not. Don't do that. Don't ever change your birth plan. That's just horrific. Like what you're going through is totally normal. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so she looks at this video of the midwife. She's watching this video of the midwife and it goes in this big monologue about how fucking much men suck when it comes to childbirth and how, hey, guess what? Women have been doing this for fucking ever. You know what we can do? Continue to give birth without your dumb chainsaws and forceps. Like, get out of here. By the way, listeners, I don't know if you know this, but was it chainsaw? Yeah. What, what was the chainsaw invented for originally? To get a baby out of a mother. Think about that. Think about that, listeners. A chainsaw was invented to get a baby out of a mother. I, That's fucked. I mean, they had to use forceps with Abby. Those forceps, oh, like the, the giant salad tongs, they had to use that with Abby. She was stuck. She be stuck. So it's this huge monologue that really actually pissed me off because I was like, fuck, man. And that's actually my notes. Fuck man. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, letting them make the decisions for us. That's what I call high risk. Mm, That is high (laughs) risk, baby. So all of a sudden, Lucy's there with her, right? It's not a video she's watching. Lucy's like there with her. And the midwife is like, let it out. Let out what you have going on inside of you. Like scream it out. And so she does. She gets a little face mist. Yeah. I love that the midwife was just like. But then when. She comes out of it, and this was just like in her mind. However, her face is wet, yeah. and she did scream. It's a total so. hallucination. Adrian walks in. He's like, "I thought I heard you screaming." Oh, but she hallucinates it. Um, she's at work, and the nurse comes from yeah. the clinic to Lucy's office to be like, "I need that magazine back that you stole." Dr. Hindle has been working 30 years to get on that cover, and he would just really appreciate it back. What the fuck? Like, what? I, I feel like it kind of makes sense knowing that every nurse that works there has blue eyes, which we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is, is something that's been going on. Yep. But yep. So and then, of course, the nurse blames, blames, blah, 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 blames it on mommy brain again. Oh, mommy brain. So she goes back in, and the doctor and everyone are very hell-bent on not doing another ultrasound. They're like, we don't need to see the baby. Everything's fine. Obviously, I feel like that should be a red flag right there. Yeah. Like You're supposed to get more ultrasounds as the pregnancy goes further, not less. Yeah. And we, let's be honest, at this point, we all thought, oh, they kept the twins. They didn't keep the girl. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we thought that as soon as... You know, the doctor is yeah. being suspicious at the abortion yeah. part. So she's at work. She gets the boot from the big account. Yeah. They're just pissed. like, you know, you're a lady and you're pregnant and we can't have you do this. We're going to give it to someone who can spend more time with yeah. it. Because you don't, you're going to be preoccupied. Yeah. So she's really upset. She goes to visit Adrian at his office and she brings him lunch from this restaurant they've never had before. Yeah. It was like a new place that she tried at work and was like, Oh, I'm going to stop there and go get lunch for Adrian and take it there. She goes to his office. He's looking all confused. Like, what the fuck is going on? And she goes, what's wrong? Can't, 
I bring my husband lunch at his office and he's like, you already did. And he holds up a bag (laughs) of like the restaurant she had been at to bring their food. And he's like, you just brought me lunch. (gasps) Like that's never explained either. If that was like a way to make her feel insane. It could be like a tracking. That could be a tracking thing with that bracelet. And if that's what it was, they should have, they needed to like tie that in a little bit more. Um, so now they're back at the doctor's office and he's like, Dr. Hindle is like, all right, you're obviously just very stressed out. Hey, guess what? Pregnant women can take Xanax, which I don't know if they can, but he just gives her a bottle of Xanax in quotes, Xanax. First off, doctors don't just hand out bottles of pills. What they do is write a prescription which then gets taken to the pharmacy, and the pharmacist fills that for you. Cool doctors do. Yeah, cool no, doctors. <laughs> cool doctors are Yo, just you like, want some hey, maybe you, you want go. some Xannies? <laughs> so I wouldn't. I don't know. It's just weird. Like I would assume that's not Xanax. Was it Xanax? I don't think it was. A lot of unexplained stuff in this movie. Yeah. Um. So it's very very weird. The next morning, she kicks it. She's like, "I'm going to quit my job." I am going to quit that doctor. I want to change. I want to be me. And this is my life. life. I'm doing what I want to do. Husband's not happy, obviously, because he's behind this whole scheme. And, oh, and she also tried a great shake. But they go to the baby shower because she invited her friends, too, which. Well, she goes to meet the midwife. She doesn't do that yet. Yes, she does. Oh, does she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is when she goes to meet the midwife. But it's not anything fancy or great. It's just a meeting with the midwife. A real meeting with him. Yeah, not, not an illusion. <laughs> now, here we come to a delusion. This is the hotel scene. Oh, I thought that happened after the baby shower. Baby? No. Okay. So no. what happened? Yeah. Wait. I had a weird note for that, though. So she goes to meet the midwife, and then she's... We don't know if this is a dream or reality. It does end up being a dream that she's having, but it's really fucked up. So she Hey, if this ever happens to me, you don't need to tell me. If oh, you have a dream about me. Oh my god. So she sees Adrian at this hotel. She sees him get a room card from one of the nurses. And an intimate kiss, which I thought an intimate that was kiss, be And she says, You're all set up in room nineteen ninety two, which must mean something, nineteen ninety two. Oh maybe that's know. the year she was born. She could be ten years younger than me. Um so She's all of a sudden in the closet of this hotel room, peeking out through the slats. She sees her husband, and then she sees Dr. Hindle walk in, and then those two start going at it. Like it's a blowjob. Yeah, they're like, and she's like, oh, what the fuck? And then they both turn and look at her in the closet, and then she wakes up. So it was a dream. But was it a dream? <laughs> was it a dream? Um, so then she goes to the safe. Yeah. She tries to open it and it's not working, but then she uses 1992 because she remembered oh. from her dream. And that opened it. What was in the what was in the safe? It was documents of everything she's done. Her going to the midwife, like things she's done at work it's and like everything going along with her body 
It also said, not experiments, but she was a project. She's part of a study. study. Yep. All these like private eye pictures of her, like yeah. surveillance photos. So she goes to meet her mom friend the next day. And her mom friend is like, well, why don't you let me take those papers and I'll give them to my husband, Brad, who's a lawyer. And I'll have him look over these for you. We automatically know this is a terrible fucking idea. When you find papers like that about (laughs) yourself, do you know what you don't do? Give them to somebody else. You make copies. That you don't even fucking know. (laughs) Like, you just met this bitch a few months ago. You don't know anything about her. Um, She has another weird hallucination when she's taking a bath. She, like, it just becomes all bloody, and then she sees the doctor standing over her, and she, like, can't get out of the water. You didn't notice. What? So it's the doctor's face, and then it keeps fading in and out, and then it's her husband's face, and then it's her doctor's oh. face. Oh. I was like, ooh, what is but that? But see, that's Metaphor Rosemary's for? Baby, too, because yeah. they had that scene in Rosemary's Baby where it was, where it was uh, the neighbor's face and then her husband's face. Yeah. In the rape scene in the boat. In the boat. In the boat rape scene. <laughs> so, um, 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 You forgot one thing about her dream where the blowjobs were happening? Yeah. Her husband was crying blood. That's important to point out. Is it? I mean, don't you think it's important that her husband was crying blood when he looked back at her after giving a blowjob? Maybe. I mean, Does I don't it mean know. something in the end? Or It's just a little more it's intense. It's symbolic, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I don't know. So now she's at her baby shower, thrown by mom friend, Corgan, Sophia Bush. <laughs> um, she's, Corgan says something. So Lucy's name is Lu, Lu, Lucia, Lucia. Lucia. But she doesn't go by that. She goes by Lucy. But Corgan says something with her real name. And... It triggers it. Yeah, gives her a first edition copy of Peter Pan because she knows she wanted to name her daughter Wendy and it was very important to her. So as she's looking at this copy of Peter Pan, the shadow of Peter starts to like drip blood and form blood. Is that a fetus shape it turns into again? I didn't pay attention to, but I think it might be. And then she's like, how did you know my My name? name? Yeah. I never told you my name. So she's finally starting to get suspicious of everybody. She excuses herself and goes to the bathroom, and inside she finds pills. Xanax. Oh, it was Zan- it, Xanax? Well, I, 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 I'm Again. quoting that because I don't think that's what it was. But from good old doctor. She finds a prescription pills from Dr. Hindle in her friend's medicine cabinet, and her friend had been saying, I've been waiting to go to Dr. Hindle forever, and I couldn't get in. So she's like, what the fuck, bitch? You go to Dr. Hindle. You go to him. You lied. You <laughs> lied. And Corgan's like, yeah, it was just because I told, you know, I went to Adrian." And told him what you were telling yeah. me because I was concerned. I gave him the papers. I was just really worried. And so he was able to get me in there. Bullshit. Bullshit. But then she Bullshit. goes, she starts having contractions like right there. Oh, wait. And then though. <laughs> the excitement in your face. Yeah. She said, Corgan said something about how I told, I told Adrian how you found these papers in his safe. And he said he doesn't have a safe in his office. Yeah. yeah. There's no safe in there, Lucy. So, yeah, she freaks out. 
has contractions, goes into labor immediately. I didn't expect them to go to the midwife. I really thought Adrian was going to take her straight to the doctor. But she's at the midwife's. They have the first baby. It's a boy. Boom. We all saw that coming. But then, like... She's crowning again. But there's a complication. Yep. Her placenta has... I forget the technical term. Explodes, basically. Her placenta just... She's bleeding everywhere. So she has to go to the doctor. Or the hospital. Like, ASAP. She has the boys. Two boys. Two boy twins. Um, And then she has... She passes the girl... Which is still attached to the placenta. It's like this tiny, itty bitty little thing. Very sad. She is just awful. And then I said here, Adrian said something about the boys having beautiful blue eyes. Yeah. But her and Adrian have brown eyes. And guess who has blue eyes? Pierce Brosnan. So she is Mm. obviously super pissed. And I mean, wouldn't. Yeah. There's no reason for her not to be. This they, is one of the biggest deceits yeah. in history. Yeah. You said it was real? This has actually happened. Well, we haven't gotten to that oh, part okay. yet. Oh, okay. So she goes up. Her postpartum appointment, she goes back to see the midwife. Her office, like when she went to go see her before, it was very like, excuse me, hippy-dippy, plants everywhere, very natural, like kind of like place, like a midwife office I would have. Do you remember in Broad City when she goes to get the orgasm? Oh, yeah. That whole scene reminds me. I think me of that. about it all of the time. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and but it's not like that anymore. It's just a real modern, clean, bright, like midwife's office. She's not dressed in her like uh ceremonial garb. And she even calls her kind of a racist. Yeah, which, she does. She I mean, says, you're expecting me to be this like stereotypical like African goddess for you. Yeah. I'm not that. I'm not here for you. I'm not here for that. And that's I'm, why I really think she was working with Pierce Bros. Yeah, I think point. so too. Um, so then she goes to her house. She walks up to the mirror and I didn't know which one was real. Oh, yeah. There's a reflection... Part of her is, so one part, she's naked, covered in blood, covered in blood. And that looked to be the act, her real self. And then the reflection in the mirror, normal Lucy, clothes, like, yeah, no blood, nothing going on. But I was like, well, it, from the angle, it looked like the real one was the bloody one. So the bloody weird. one, it wouldn't the room have been. was all like red. And I wrote, I wonder if that is womb temperature. Oh, it was a terrible joke. <laughs> Sorry. She goes to Dr. Hindle's office to confront him about ter- everything. terminating the wrong yeah. fetus and just fucking everything up. Um, and the nurse is like, your husband and the doctor are trying to do good work. Yeah, you should be supporting You should be them. supportive of this. And she's like... What in the absolute fuck are you talking about? And she finds out that Adrian is joining the practice. The nurse goes, I thought you two were closer. Sorry, I figured you knew. Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) So she sneaks into this mysterious lab that we've seen through this whole movie where it's just a door and a plaque that says the lab. (laughs) It's a brown door in a building full of white doors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it stands out. So she sneaks in there, 
It's like a big uh, like room with, you know, it's a lab. Yeah. It's a lab. But right over by the chair, she Aww. walks over and she finds her little baby Wendy in a bag just sitting there yeah. in a fucking bag. And she just kind of loses it at this point. So Pierce Brosnan, Dr. Hiddleton or whatever, Hindle, <laughs> Hindle. walks in. And he spills the beans about the whole procedure, basically. She finds out that he has a whole refrigerator full of his semen that he is impregnating women with because he wants his genes, the perfect genes, to be spread and to keep going. But doesn't that sound like something the devil would say? Oh, yeah. No, I agree. There's so many. I mean, I, I hope it is more related. Yeah. I wrote, he's trying to make a Hindle army or infantry. <laughs> but you're, you, that's that's a Jim Halpert joke right there. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was when Jim Halpert said it. <laughs> oh, um, damn! That's where I heard it before. I was like, "Ooh, I'm so funny." I just thought of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he said these boys. Speaking of his future children, these boys will spread the seed. Yeah. Ew. Gross. So she takes this giant industrial, like, steel medical mirror and just smashes him in the fucking head with it. So he's tied up on the table. And she's going to beat his ass, but then what? The nurse nurse comes in. They have a little brawl. The nurse in her fight, she uh, gets the nurse with the syringe that the doctor was going to give to her. But she picks it up off the floor and gives it to the nurse. The nurse falls over. And then she beats the shit out of the doctor yeah. who is like on the table. And then she just goes behind the giant fridge and just is like, get fucked, motherfucker, <laughs> and just pushes it over. And all of his juice is everywhere. They lost a lot of semen that day. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so she's at home. No, she. My favorite part is when she walks out of that room covered in blood, <laughs> holding the fetus yeah. and paperwork, and she goes, you're going to need to find, you should find another you should doctor. find another doctor. <laughs> so she's at her house with her twin boys, and she's lost it. You can tell. She's had a break with reality. Yes. She takes her boys, walks into the window, and... They like fly off into the sky. It's very Peter Pan. It, yeah, and so I'm like, oh fuck, she just threw her babies threw her out babies of out of the window. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, she didn't. It no. was a hallucination. <laughs> so Adrian comes home, and the babies are in the crib, and she's just like, here are the babies. Get the fuck out of yeah. my life forever. I think when the babies were flying away, it was her metaphorically being like, yeah. all right, I'm detaching myself yeah. from you because this is fucked. This isn't, yeah. And I don't want to have anything to do with what's happening yeah. here. Because I was, she was technically raped. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, so she, he gets out with the kids and she takes her little baby fetus, tiny, tiny, tiny dead fetus. And tries to nurse it. And in her mind, it reacts. But it doesn't. Like, Which I feel like there's so many horror movies we've seen where 
there's some crazy mom like that. So I have a feeling like poor girl yeah. is becoming I mean, a she's, she's case. broken. She yeah. got that broker. So that was the end of the movie. It was. It was so fucking good. But yes, to tell you or to answer what you asked me, yes, this has happened in real life at several uh, fertility clinics. Really? Yes. Doctors have used their own sperm unknowingly on these patients. Well, they knew. <laughs> the patients didn't know. Um, yeah. That's several, so fucked. Several doctors have done this. Can you sue? Yes. You yeah. can? Okay. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you go in to, yeah. I mean, unless you're wor- like in this situation where you're with your husband, but if you're single, you want a child and you go in and it's like a sperm bank situation, like they can't stop the doctor, can they? It's I mean, still I, fucked. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It is completely wrong, but. Yeah, it's just gross and weird. It's gross and weird, and it has happened in reality, and it's fucking disgusting, and, you know, just shows how boys are valued more than girls. Always have been. Fuck that. Thanks for listening to another. <laughs> it was a good movie. I it liked was it. A really good it was movie. interesting. I liked it. Um, you know, I don't think anything is better than Rosemary's Baby when no. it comes to like scary pregnancy movies, but this was this was very good and I would recommend it. Like I think it's worth a watch. Yeah. I think it was good. Check it out. All right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. We'll be back very soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>